Welcome to the Daily Creed, where we help you break your limited beliefs that are holding you back from being a personal and professional success. When you master the five character traits of commitment, resilience, excellence, execution, and discipline, you will have the power to dominate your industry and live the life you desire. And now, helping you to grow in every aspect of your life, your host, J.R. Spear. Spear. This is going to be one show that you don't want to miss, and I am super excited about bringing him on, so welcome, Brent Stone. Thanks for hey, being here. Hey, J.R. Thanks for having me. This is exciting. I'm, I'm so yeah. here. No, I mean, you're, you're definitely someone I was uh, waiting to get on the show and get this launched and, and just kind of have you on here because, you know, one thing that I've learned about you over a short period of time is you don't stop moving. You know how to make magic happen. And more importantly, you are someone that I consider a leader in business. You're someone I consider a leader in multiple different industries from owning, you know, building multiple different businesses from dentist to, you know, the, the network marketing space and even advertising agency. And now you got e-commerce and then you got investment properties. I mean, you got so many different things like, man, how in the heck are you doing this? And you're younger than me. And it's like, this guy's on fire. You know, he's, he's crazy. He's doing it. But what are you doing nowadays to really make an impact in the world? Um, this is this is a really good question. So right now, my wife and I are spending some extra time. Um, now that we've got some management in place, uh, some really phenomenal people in place in a lot of our businesses to be able to handle day-to-day operations, we can uh, focus on trying to donate some of our time back. My, my wife actually is in charge of the women's ministry at our church. We have a pretty big church and uh, doing events and conferences for, for the women there, which is just awesome. Um, I myself am trying to find and uh, support different different nonprofits and help fundraise and do different things. Um, I'm starting to get into, into that more and more. Um, it's just trying to transition, you know, skills that I've learned and, you know, building different business uh, pursuits over the years and transitioning that into helping uh, people raise money for things that, that really, really matter. And, you know, maybe they need some support and fundraising and some of that stuff. Uh, in fact, uh, the shirt that I have on here, um, I just got this as a gift from um, Living Waters Freedom Initiative. Um, basically. So, so what, is, what does that say? It says IGY6? I got your six and the, uh, the oh sweet semicolon. yeah 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 man yeah that's awesome yeah the the semicolon <laughs> is is basically uh, helping people like basically you know military veterans that have um, PTSD and you know um, creating awareness for mental health issues and stuff like that in that community. And uh, I actually have the privilege. I, I'm, I'm friends with the CEO, um, and he put me in touch with their COO literally like a couple of days ago. We've we've got some stuff here in the area that we're just trying to help right before Christmas time, and uh, it was just a really cool opportunity to get to work with them. And we, you know, they they made it so seamless and easy. It's like I definitely want to you know plug them um, because they're they're getting support out into that community uh, very efficiently and uh, helping people and not just the state of Virginia. They're actually um, a part of a, a bigger network that that's basically doing similar things in multiple states. So it's 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 a really cool thing. Th- these guys are local that I, that I'm working with in, in our local Virginia area of Virginia, but uh, they're 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 tied into a much larger national uh, operation, which is really awesome. Yeah, so what, how are you involved with the, that organization? And then I, I have an idea that we need to definitely piggyback on after this. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure, sure. Well, we we just we we know of um some some families just locally that could that could benefit from some different things, whether it be uh you know emotional uh, mental health support or uh, just financially based upon different things. So just trying to help get them in touch with the organization, and I'm just trying to bring people together. 
So yeah. So are they are they providing like counseling services for like veterans that with PTSD? Or are they providing financial support or what? What is their main mission that they want to do? Because I understand you said with trauma and PTSD. Yeah. But what, yeah, what's yeah. their main thing they're doing? So I so my my new friend because I literally just got to know him over the last three or four days. Stephen, he's the COO of Living Water Freedom for Living Waters Freedom Initiative. And um, I'll make sure we get the get the site posted on here. It's livingwatersfreedom.org. And uh, it's cool. it's just something that everyone should go and check out. But he does mentor. Um, he was in the service as well. Um, and he's he has um, overcome his, some of his own struggles um, with the help of others, of course, um, over the years. But, you know, you you go in and you know this, you know, you get deployed, you know, you you have these things that you see and you 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 experience. And it's just it's just it's sometimes it's horrific. Right. So there he's he's mentoring um, young men um, through some of these things. And uh, just trying to get him in touch with 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 people and, and things of that nature is really big. Um, I'm I'm not doing them justice, by the way. I, I literally just got in touch with them a couple of days ago. So I'm I'm just kind of like drinking from a fire hose. I'm trying to learn as much as I can about the organization. But what I try to do with any time I get to know an organization, I get to know the top people first, just to make sure I agree with how they they uh, they conduct everything from a from a business side. And these guys are awesome. And uh, it really helps that I was already friends with the CEO. Um, he owns multiple businesses and he actually lives out in California, but um, he comes in, he's got, his daughter lives here in Virginia and comes and visits her. And so we've, we've talked over the last couple of years. And then um, he mentioned this in passing, um, maybe the last time he was getting ready to head out to California. And I was like, oh, that's awesome. And then it just, you know, out of sight, out of mind. I got a lot of things going on all the time. Um, but then the need arose with a particular family that has a um, military family that had some needs. And I was just like, man, what, what could we do? And I was talking to my wife, Michelle, and she's like, oh, you need to, you know, say something to Jay because he he has some type of um, veteran nonprofit. And I was like, oh yeah, it'd be really good. And I texted him and, you know, within, you know, five minutes, boom, you know, he sends me Steven's information. He lives like <laughs> really close to where we live. And we got, we got hooked up a couple of days ago. So that's, that's kind of the, the, you know, the, the 92nd version, if that makes sense. So. No, I love that. And, and, and just because we know each other personally, you know, that I, I've, I've have my time in combat and I have a lot yeah. of trauma myself. Yeah. And, I knew you were going to uh, get so, this up. I, I knew you were going to be posting yes. about this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so I, I definitely value and appreciate something like that, but something that we're doing that's unique with the business leaders network, especially what we do with BLN live. So I, I done some services through a company called headstrong where they help uh, PT, veterans with PTSD through trauma and overcome some of those different things. And when we did our BLN live here in Virginia this past weekend, all new members that signed up that day, we are taking the very first month payment and donate, donating it to Headstrong. And then we had a couple of people that actually matched that 100%. So I think we're gonna be donating around two to $3,000 for, for this organization from this past event with that. So for our next event, which you're going to be part of and possibly a sponsor, when you know, depending on where we're at with everything, I'll just kind of get that little plug in. But <laughs> no, but but in all seriousness, you know, being there since you got a little ties to that, I would love to make that part of our organization to kind of do it. And maybe we can oh, yeah. talk to your your buddy and be in there, and we can give him a spotlight to uh, talk a little bit about the organization and do it because you know anyone that that supports our veterans, especially you know they they help save my life in a lot of different ways, and it's uh, yeah. Is definitely crucial and it's it's sad you know i, I don't want i don't want to steal the whole show on this but you know you know, just kind of hitting on this whole thing but uh, you know even people that i've deployed with that uh that was involved in the suicide bombing things that i've I done 
you know, they're, they're still taking their own life due to, to the demons that they're doing. And it's been more than 15, 16 years now. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's hard and it, it's, it's a real thing. And some people just don't ever get past it. So I love that connection. Love to get him at our next event or, or yeah. be part of it somehow. Yeah. And maybe, maybe we can make the next donation to his organization and just build that partnership. So that'd be really cool. And appreciate yeah. you talking about that. Yeah. So the, I got your six is a really cool brand. So that's a, that's awesome. I love that. If you guys know what that means, it means I got your back. So it's uh it's really cool. Yeah. Love that. Well, awesome. I appreciate you sharing that. Um, we we only have a couple more minutes before we go to our first break, but you know, I want this. I want to lead into the next second part of our you know after sure. break of what we're gonna do, and yeah. give us a quick overview about what you are doing and with multiple streams of income. Well, first off, let's talk about talk. Let, let's let's end before break about what multiple streams of income you're doing, and then when we come back, we'll talk about how that's impacting and why it's important to you. Sure. So. Um... You're going to think that this is silly. I, mean, I have to have like a list in front of me. Otherwise I forget. No, you're good, man. I love the organization. <laughs> um, so we, so we, I, I have um, uh, a couple different things. We, we have um, started into the avenue of commercial real estate and like medical spaces. And um, I've actually got um, one of my best friends from childhood. Who's really big in the uh, um, mobile home part of commercial real estate. He actually owns close to 40 mobile home parks and has a really big corporation he's built over the last couple of years. And we're actually um, starting to work together a little bit and putting together like the foundation of, a, of, a, of an investment fund um, for people so we can guarantee investors a healthy percentage and do some really cool stuff and, you know, multiplying what people's investment principle is and some of that stuff. And uh, that's something that we're going to be working on over the next uh, year, year to two and uh, he's um, he lives in Florida. And anyway, so in the, in the real estate space, looking at uh, how you can basically get all the tax benefits and some of these other things of like really big investments. A lot of people are scared of doing like really big investments and doing a fund is a way to get people in the door um, more comfortable with some of these things. And it makes it a lot quicker for us to be able to once we find really good um really good deals that are going to make money for our, our investors we can we can move quickly and do some of those things and um so we have that uh, we we have uh some other business i don't know if i'd really call it um necessarily passive but we have our our, our, our dental operation we have a couple of businesses underneath of that banner and uh we're 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 the scope of that is 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 getting wider and wider. Um, we're we're in the process of not just acquiring practices, but also looking at um, maybe getting into some some product dental products and some other things there. Just because we have, uh, we could be our own best customer, and you know, just kind of thinking of the obvious things. Um, but being able to leverage some of the other things and in other industries that I I do have stuff built up in, and uh, kind of leads me to um, like the e-commerce, Amazon space. There's so much available for people that if they have cash laying around that they can actually make very sizable uh, cash flow. Uh, I mean, I'm talking like return on your investment immediately within, you know, 25, 35, 40% on a monthly basis um, within a couple months of, of, a, of, a, of a, I, I you know, I, I don't want to say a big investment because this is just, you know, you know, let's say you, someone wants to invest a couple thousand dollars and then start making a couple thousand dollars a month. That is possible. Right. And uh, I can talk about more details on that later. We can dig into that after the break. You just cut me off whenever we're ready to go to that. But then there's some other things. Um, looks like we've got about a minute till we cut to the break, but yeah, well, like well, let's, uh, let's put a pause right there and then we'll come back and like really got hit it. on that a little bit more. Cause I know we can go really deep on some of that stuff, but, uh, before, when we come back from break, I really want to talk a little bit more about the different types of incomes that, you know, income streams that you have. 
but also why is it important to have multiple different kinds of in- income streams? And sure. you know, I woke up this I woke up this morning and I literally on my feed had like three or four different posts I saw about the recession. I'm like, man, we're going into a recession. Like I I personally don't don't feel it or see it, but I guess that's a scary thing for a lot of people nowadays, and they're they're all talking about it. So if we can sure. kind of hit on that, that would be awesome. So yeah. we're we're gonna go on break right now, and when we come back, we'll continue talking about. Uh, why multiple streams of income is important and what Brent Stone is doing. So look forward to seeing you guys. Stay tuned and we will come back shortly. And now a word from our sponsors. Navigating the business world can be daunting. Welcome to the Business Leaders Network, a community of like-minded entrepreneurs ready to share invaluable experience. As a BLN member, enjoy dynamic networking opportunities with high-level entrepreneurs, learn cutting-edge strategies from industry experts, and gain a platform to showcase your business. Get started today for only $37, which is less than your daily cup of coffee. Join a community that can transform your business. Visit www.blncommunity.com to get started. Your success is our mission at BLN. Let's navigate the business world together. And now back to the show. All right. So let's go back to the show in the, with Brent Stone. And he was hitting on a little bit about some of the, the businesses that he does with the multiple income streams where he he's dabbling into a bunch of different types of real estate. He has a massive dental operation practice that is phenomenal. And he is now in the e-commerce space. And uh, just want to piggyback on that and and get back to where we were started with that conversation and uh, see what else you have uh, cooking in the works. Sure. So I guess before um, I, I before I jump back into some of the things that we're doing, I guess what's more valuable to the listeners, Jr. And you can stop me, and we can pause, and you know, go down different yeah. rabbit trails if you want. But uh, I think you know, like what you were saying, hey, why is it important to have multiple streams of income? Uh, so many reasons. But if I could just rewind a couple of years and tell you back, basically when I got started, when I had like no streams of income, <laughs> that might yeah. help set the stage. So when I was 18 years old, I, you know, still in high school, getting ready to graduate, I was approached uh, for uh, network marketing, and that, and you mentioned that in the, you know, the previous segment, and I, I built my foundation in you know, business experience in that. I, I worked that very hard. I treated it very seriously. I had a uh, a full-time income within about 18 months of building that really hard. I was in 20 plus states. Um, I was 19 when I qualified at a certain level in the in a, one of the largest companies in the world. And then uh, 20, I qualified at another level, n- another level. And then after meeting my wife and we started dating and everything else, she helped me like just triple the size of the business just because she's very uh, detail oriented on a lot of nice things. That me. partner, huh? <laughs> yeah. You know, it helped me not let, you know, things fall through the cracks and some of, some of that because I was a hard worker, but I mean, I just was all over the place, hundred miles an hour. And she helped me, you know, organize a lot of that. And that really helped everything grow exponentially. So um, that the whole idea, I was programmed from 18 years old until, you know, not too long ago, um, I really kind of toned down building the network marketing. I don't really do that as much anymore as of like the beginning of 2020, but it taught me so many things and thinking about money. And a lot of people, they, they look at money as, you know, how much money can I make per hour? And I've got friends that are, you know, attorneys and doctors and, you know, whatever, and they make good money, but if they don't show up to work, they, they don't get paid. Right. So one of the biggest things that I learned being very young and having, 
doctors in my network, business owners, you know, people that made great cash flow and, you know, a couple hundred thousand dollars a year, seven figures a year, whatever. I learned that they were so focused on the time that they were spending to produce. Like if they had to shut down their business in order to come to an event or something like that, it was just like the hardest decision for them in the world. Well, the, the blessing for me, not having a lot of income at that time, but understanding the power of passive income and then, then building multiple streams of passive income was that it, I just was like, you know, I was willing to go and chase information down and self-development and personal growth stuff just anywhere at any time, whatever the expense was, it didn't matter because I was, I was building that. It wasn't like I was losing money by not actively producing income. And I, you know, I'm not saying that I didn't work jobs. I did. I worked 15, 16 different jobs over the course of one 12 month span in the very beginning to fund my business. And some of those were like overlapping. So multiple jobs at one time. And some of them were just, it was, you know, any, any that's not the purpose of this, this talk show to tell you about my whole story. If, if people want to know that they could, they can go and get brand charts. I actually cover it in a chapter in there. It's a really cool book project that I worked on um, about two years ago um, with, with some guys from all over the U S and different entrepreneurial uh, pursuits. But uh, just talk about that a little bit more. Um, one of the one of the basic things is to having base that that basic um, beginning thought process and producing multiple streams of passive income did come from that network marketing space, but then transitioned in um, the last you know seven years or so. My wife and I decided, hey, we've been really frugal. We saved a lot of money. We did the whole Dave Ramsey thing when we were first married. You know, eliminated credit card debt and the the fortunate thing for us is that our credit card debt was actually from business stuff, you know, trying to build business faster because um, there's good debt and bad debt, but we, we eliminated that. We still use the Dave Ramsey program and I'm not, this isn't a plug for that. I just, we, we did a lot of that stuff so we could be really frugal and save a bunch of money. And we ended up having, you know, three full-time incomes living in a small dinky little apartment the first three years we were married and just stacking money up in the bank and I'm not an advocate for just holding on to cash. I, th I think that that's silly now, but at the time we, we just didn't know what investment vehicles there were. And then the opportunity came for us to, you know, get our first home and, you know, seven bedroom house, six bedroom house on the golf course, you know, that kind of thing. And a lot of people are like, you know, they're buying, you know, new cars coming right out of college and townhouses and all this stuff. And then, you know, I'm just like, no, I'll, I'll save that. And then, you know, boom, we, we buy our first house and it's like this palatial place and it really cool. And my, you know, something my, my, my wife even like makes comments to this day. She's like, I love our home and you know, where we live and all this stuff. And those were just based upon, you know, we got to do that based upon decisions we made when it wasn't comfortable when all of our friends were out there, you know, spending money they didn't have and going into extra debt and all these other things. And we were just like, you know what, we need to save our cash and then put it into other things. And then when we bought our house, it wasn't even like, we were trying to max out what we could do at that time. We bought within our means and then had more money a year and a half later to start buying businesses. We just wanted to have stuff set up. We got a great deal in our home, moved in, and it's, it's you know, gone up in value, multiple six figures. It's, it's been one of these cool things. So we're, we're really excited about that, but we're, we're also more excited about being able to invest in other businesses. And we started doing that in 2017. And um, that's when we bought into the dental space and started to expand that. And that was a really cool thing. But what that did for us was that kind of took pressure off of our day jobs. She was able to stop working her active, um, anyone familiar with uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, Robert Kiyosaki, you know, call it active income, passive income. So she stopped working as a dental hygienist in 20. 
18. And then I stopped my, my full-time sales position that I was working at the time um, in the uh, advertising industry in 2019. And then um, we, we just were at the time, full-time entrepreneurs after that. And there've been times over the years where we hadn't made, I mean, we still, we still had our other income from network marketing. That was actually more than what um, either of us basically were, were producing. And we, we had pretty sizable incomes um, actively. So we had that third stream of income that was coming in just stacking up money in the bank. And then, so when we went to invest in businesses, you know, it, it started to uh, make it a lot easier. And a lot of people, what they do is when they, when they start a business, the, 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 the thing that I don't understand is that people start a business thinking that's to make money. I, I don't ever look at starting a business. Hey, this is going to be um, putting food on the table. This is actually something that we're going to invest in. It's going to be a huge expense up front. And I, we, you know, I call it CapEx, call it whatever you want. I, I automatically expect you start a business, you're going to spend way more than you think you're going to spend. You're going to have way more heartache than you think you're going to have. You're going to have way more whatever. And so it's almost like, hey, I'm we're doing this as like a like a like a we're going to have a tax write off in the beginning. Um, not not hey, we need to make this work ASAP so we can have food on the table. I think a lot of people do it that way, and you know I'm not putting those people down. And in fact, there's a lot of thought process psychologically that goes into why that makes certain people successful. But we didn't want to, we didn't want the financial burden, if that makes sense, of of basically just burning the boats and doing that. We wanted to make sure we had revenue coming in all the time and not cutting off revenue. So um, having the first passive stream really helped. And then um, being able to reinvest into different things after 2017 was just was just a huge um, blessing, opportunity, whatever you want to call it. But what, what, what it was for us is that then we it opened up this realm because now we started having other stuff on our balance sheet, uh, our PFS, where we could start leveraging the other things to invest in, a, in, in other opportunities and things of that nature. And now we've gotten into the e-commerce space um, outside of network marketing into the Amazon space. And we just kind of reinvested our capital from that business into buying a couple of Amazon stores. And it's not, it's not expensive to set up these things, but I go through a concierge company that actually handles all the day-to-day -day operations. So I'm not actually, you know, shipping stuff out and handling, you know, emails from customers and stuff. I don't, I don't do anything. I literally, we have a, we have a profit split with this company in Charlotte and they just, they just do everything. And uh, I, uh, I've developed a great relationship with those guys. And uh, now because I've just, I've sent a bunch of friends to them now, now they, they, you know, they, they appreciate that they take care of me. But, but what, what's really neat is that as they've been building this up, they've been doing this for a lot for a long time. Um, now it's cool being able to see data coming back in on some of these things. And they got people, you know, that'll start some of these companies, you know, you invest, you know, $60,000 or whatever it is. Um, they keep on raising their prices because they have all these amazing case studies, but people, you know, building up a, a private label brand on Amazon two years later, you know, they sell it for $600,000, $1.8 million. By the way, they're cash flowing all along the way. It's really interesting. Um, but that's, that's really cool, right? There's a, so if you've got cash available, that's really cool. But like, let's say you don't have cash available and you want to build something else. One of the things that I started about a year and a half ago, because of my background in advertising, I got together with one of, um, one of our actual mutual friends, um, JR knows Glenn Martin. He's, he's one of my best friends has been for over a decade. And, uh, we, we started a company called funnel force, and that was basically looking at programmatic display advertising and software for marketing and advertising. And for us, the advertising side is certainly not passive, uh, but the, the software side, because of the big investments 
we made on the front end. Um, now, every time something happens where we, we make a sale or something like that, usually because of the churn rate of the industry niche that we're, we're focusing in on, it's like a 2% churn rate. So plus, I'd like to think ours is lower because we have all these extra things built in to support our clients um, that a lot of people in the industry don't have. So what's really cool with that product's called ProForce, and people can actually look at that at proforce.co, um, but it's essentially a very robust um, software program that would rival like a Salesforce or uh, Oracle or something really big like that. And a lot of people, you know, if, if you're Salesforce or Oracle listening to this, we're, we're, we're not, we're not, you're, you're probably thinking they're not a threat to us and that you're, you're, you're right. <laughs> we're, we're only like a year and a half in. We're not, we're not, we're not really big, but a lot of the things that we can do, we're so robust. We, we do a lot of other things that some of these companies don't do. Um, and for a lot less, uh, on, on the on the ticket price, if that makes sense for what people are doing. We don't charge per seat uh, like a lot of these bigger companies can because of their brand, their brand power that they bring to the table. It's really all it is. You know, if you're Microsoft or you're Oracle or you're Salesforce, you know, you can you can just bring this um, palatial brand, you know, or this company and people are just like, okay, well, I've heard you a thousand times. We'll just, we'll pay you $350 per salesperson we have. And yeah. <laughs> Sure, yeah, yeah. Uh, but we can save big companies tons of money on stuff um, monthly, not just annually, but like monthly cash flow on some stuff, and then add stuff to the to the pipeline that they're not doing already um, to their software portfolio that they're not doing already to increase sales and make their salespeople more efficient. So that's another stream that we're starting to build up. That brand specifically is very. Um, will be very passive for us. It, it, it already has started to be, but in like small increments, but that's how everything starts is small. And then you, you build on it. And, and uh, this, yeah, this well, is, let, let, let's, let's, uh, let's, let's hold that thought right there and then come back to there because we do have a question that we want to do, but we got another break that we're going to go to right now. But when we come back, I want to hear more about like how funnel force and what you're doing to really help them do it. But the question that we're going to come back to is like, what is the best thing about having multiple streams of income, financial sure. freedom, flexibility, and learning new things. Uh, so we'll go to break. We'll come back. We'll hit on. You'll continue your story on that, and then we'll hit on that specific question there. And then the other thing I want to hit on too is you said something very specific about like you and your wife having to live in an apartment and doing things that other people aren't doing, and that's really big for me when it comes to commitment and sacrifice and building a business and sac and and multiple streams of income. So when we come back, we'll hit on those few things, and we'll see everyone back here shortly. Awesome. And now a word from our sponsors. Stuck in growth and need more time to serve your clients? Let JR Spear and his Creed Consulting team help. We offer a full done-for-you service, strategizing and building your program to scale fast. From video shoots to web design and automation, we've got you covered. Our expertise gives you more time to deliver the quality your clients deserve. Ready to build faster and serve better? Call us today at 314-221-9216 and let's kickstart your coaching program and build a quality of product your clients deserve and now back to the show all right coming back to mr brent stone we have hit on a lot of different things and before when we went to break you were talking about your e-commerce business and how that is bringing on passive income so i'd like you to hit on that first and then we'll go to this next question and then i'll, I'll ask it again after we do that so why don't we continue with the story about the passive income and what you're doing on the e-commerce side and then we'll uh, kind of move on from there Sure. Yeah. On the e-commerce side, we have these Amazon stores. And one of the cool things about this space is that 
the whole goal, I mean, if you're an investor, you don't want to start an Amazon store, an eBay store, a Shopify, and then have to like work it as a job, right? I mean, that's <clears throat> my, my, I can't, so <laughs> I can't stress this enough. If you're trying to have passive streams of income, it's really common for people that aren't used to the thought process to go out and buy into another active stream. I see it all the time. And then people brag about it like it's something like they're they're proud of. And I'm just like, gosh, you must be so busy. Um, it's just like I just I don't know. I can't I can't I can't handle it sometimes. But 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 really what I tried to do in research when I was shutting down some of the network marketing operations and and reinvesting that capital into other places, I researched a long time. And one of my good buddies who's um who's 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 pretty wealthy came to me and said, Hey, I'm I'm buying into Amazon stores. And I was like, why? And he's like, because I I know I know people that have successful Amazon operations, like as of like over the last decade. And I know what they had to do to make it successful. And I'm just like, I mean, not and, and here's the thing, I'm not taking anything away from that. I, I know people that work it as their job and they make a couple hundred thousand dollars a year. Perfect. Good for them. I just don't want don't want that as a job. Um and and so if if you do then, then then that is for you but if you want it as an investment you have to find people to like concierge service the whole thing for you so they can handle all the stuff you don't want to do and that's that's what that's what we did he told me about this program and this company in charlotte that i that i that i work with and i've gotten to know these guys really really well and um, it just makes it it makes it easy to be able to um, invest you know a certain amount of money and then cash flow you know 25 35 percent on the investment not only monthly but then have the ability to sell uh, a private branded um, brand or product um, you know two years three years later for <laughs> 10x uh, 20x you know something like that and and not every brand does that but I say a lot of the case studies I've looked at, um, a very healthy number of the case studies that I look at, if even if they're done mediocre, you can you can sell for a multiple of what you initially invest in, plus you get your your cash flow. So it's just a, it's a good opportunity there opportunity there for somebody that that wants to invest and has the cash on hand to be able to do it. Um, if if you got to take a loan out to do it or something like that, I don't know if I'd recommend that, but. Um, just like in investing in anything, but you know, you, you have to be able to, uh, understand that it's, it's also, it's, you're investing in a business there, there's risks involved, but like, I'm, I'm very, um, use the investor terminology or like, I mean, it's not better, it's not better than the stock market. You're gonna get a better return on that anyways. I mean, oh my gosh, there's, well, yeah. there's, there's, there's even risk when it comes to the stock market. I mean, gosh, I just see my, oh my, my I can't even, investments I can't. IRA. I'm like, it's going down, down, down. I'm like, gosh, I need something a little bit better. It's like, Hey, maybe I got a couple percent back. And then, then, then you're telling me about this stuff and you're getting like 30 plus percent return. I was like, man, I am investing in the wrong areas. I might as well just stay broke for the rest of my life. So, no, but, I, it's but funny. Well, but like real estate, is, so real estate is like the 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 pinnacle, and I don't mean real estate is in like residential homes. Like those aren't those aren't yeah. investments. Um, I mean, p yeah, people can make the argument. I know, but like one of I told you, uh, Derek, one of my best friends from early childhood, he he um he bought close to forty trailer parks over the last three years, 
and turned it into a major corporation. And he studied this for years before he bought the first one. And the differences in the types of real estates and all these things, real estate law. And, you know, he's just the guru on on this stuff. And, uh, you know, we're, we're looking at putting together a fund for people that are looking to dip their toes in and get guaranteed returns of um, healthy percentages. But then also we do like a profit split and some of that stuff. We're, we're trying to make it easy for people to come in, whether they're uh, non-accredited or accredited and then you know look at some of these other things and so there's there's so much there and here's why i like real estate and i'm going to relate it back to e-commerce i'm going to bring it full circle so in real estate you can you can then sell a tangible piece of property well if you do the amazon space correctly and you do like a i say correctly look there's a lot of people that do there's so many different ways to do the amazon space but i i, I prefer now after having multiple stores myself personally with my wife um to do the private label and yeah, there's risk, you know, whatever, <laughs> whatever. Well, you know, that's well, why I well, use well, a company there's... that's done this hundreds of times and they have a cookie yeah. cutter model. So it's like, so we have the disclaimers, you know, they have the disclaimers, but you know, the whole idea is that, you know, this is how it works and it's worked, you know, hundreds of times. And this is like clockwork, how they turn these out. And then they have created relationships with all these investors that have the you know the the temperature to reinvest after a a, a company or a private label is doing you know fifty thousand hundred fifty thousand dollars a month in revenue they'll come in and they'll invest and they'll pay you multiple times on top of what your initial investment was um it's just incredible and so yeah so so, yeah. so let me let me pause you right there because uh, I want to make sure we get enough time to before we go to the break to ask this last question and then when we come back from the last break, then we'll uh, we'll talk about how they can get involved with that because it's I mean me and you have multiple different conversations about it and it just it's really phenomenal and I know we can talk hours on it, but from your experience, what is the best thing about having multiple streams of income, financial freedom, flexibility, and learning new things? From your perspective, I just like to I like to hit on that a little bit. Oh, the best thing that it produces. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so like having like, multiple streams, like the financial freedom, the flexibility of it. And, and it's almost like from, from your standpoint, you almost become just a, a business broker in a way. It's like you find an opportunity, you find other people that can do it. And your job is to like, you know, outsource it, but invest it and manage it and take care of it. And just, it's, it's a beautiful thing, but well, that's what yeah, I turned so let's talk Stone a little about the financial freedom and flexibility, which is awesome. Yeah, our Stoneco company, that's what I've turned it into. It's literally like a hub, stonecorsl.com. Basically that is where people go and they reach out to me and then I just try to hear what they're talking about and then you know what their problems are which every affluent person has the same problems you're you're affluent so you're on multiple mailing and marketing lists so you're constantly getting hit up with opportunities people know you have money to invest people won't leave you alone you don't know who to trust you don't know who to reach out to so uh, i try to make it easy for people and i want the persona that you know what I've, we've got all these businesses in different industries i've been doing this for quite a while now um, i know lots of people and from my network marketing days we we were to a level where my wife and i did get flown in internationally to speak as success stories in different places so a lot of people got to know us and um, respected us and wanted to you know talk to us about different things that they're doing so i know people all over the place in different industries because of that so i'm very thankful for that experience and that has also springboarded some of these other things that have been able to get my hands into. So with that, what, what has it done for us? Um, the most important thing to me is that it takes the pressure off of my wife and I to 
have to live on a really tight budget, like when we were first married. And, um, you know, even though she had an income that was basically six figure income, I had basically six figure income. And then we had our, our, our network marketing business was basically six figure income. And we were, we were living in a 1200 square foot apartment and I'm being generous on that. It's probably smaller than that, but, but essentially we could have gone out and bought, I mean, we had the buying power to get bigger house and brand new cars. I, I to this day, I've never bought a brand new car. Well, wow. <laughs> to this day and, and, and now I'm, I'm actually, we're, 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 and a lot of people are just like, what, you know, I don't, I care less about what other people think. And, and, and I've, I've learned from lots of other people. I had a guy that was worth, you know, 20 plus million dollars when I was, you know, 19 years old, he came to me and he said, Hey Brent, I don't buy new cars. You guys was worth 20 plus million dollars. And I was like, why? And he's like, well, I buy them always five years old. So I don't have to pay, you know, all these other things. And he broke it down by percentage on like what the typical every year that a car is old. Anyway, you don't care about that. But here's the thing that that's the kind of stuff I've floating around in my head that, that I've learned from people way more successful than me at the stage of life that I was at, at that time, it, all this stuff is uh, accumulated in my brain. So now it's just like, I can help direct people based upon what they're trying to do at whatever stage they're at. And uh, it's just it's just really interesting. So anyway, uh, what it's done is it's allowed my wife and I to be able to live and not have money be the the primary deciding factor on whether we should do something for our family. That's the number one thing. And um, we, <laughs> I think of money like a lot of people are like, oh, is money so important to you? No, it's actually not. But let me ask you a question, Jr. You'll like this. If you are forced underwater by someone else. What is the number one thing that you think about after about 30 seconds? Breathing. You want air. Air is the only yeah. thing you think about. Well, when people don't have enough money, that is the only thing they think about. So all of a sudden now, what are people actually focusing on? You know, we're going into the holiday season. The credit card bills are going to start rolling in sometime here, you know, January. What is the only thing people are going to start thinking about when they don't have enough money? Yeah. Hey, well, yeah, but they think about money. And, and, and then, and, you, know, yeah. you know, people approach affluent, wealthy people and they're like, oh, well, you're just materialistic. And it's like, yeah, actually, I don't think about money nearly as much as you think about money. And, and, and it's like that's one of the biggest things that it's done for us over the years. And it was because we made decisions. We're not better than anyone else. In fact, I have no college education. Um, I went to community college for about six months before I realized that I'm like wasting money here. Um, and and I, I'm not saying that for everybody, for me. I was not an academically gifted person. Um, I had to work. I felt like I had to work three to four times as hard as my friends to get good grades. It was just, I was just like, you know what? I, I, I've got problem solving skills and enough street smarts where I can figure out life and entrepreneurship. I'm going to go that route. And I did. So that's powerful. Well, we got, we have one more break that we're going to go back and then we're going to come back and uh, ask one more specific question and how they can get in touch with you. But for all you listeners out there, you are listening to the business leaders network on the Inspired Choices Network. And we have our guest, Brent Stone, on here who has uh, teaching us about why it's important to have multiple streams of income. And we're going to come back with a closing and hit on some last remarks. So stay tuned and we'll see you guys back here soon. And now a word from our sponsors. Ready to elevate your coaching business and make a profound impact? Discover your roadmap in J.R. Spears' book, The Success Guide to Building Your Coaching Empire. Immerse in wisdom earned through years of successful coaching, presenting a strategic battle plan to navigate challenges and seize opportunities. Don't just survive, but thrive in your industry. Get your copy at www.jrspear.com today. 
Let this guide be your companion in your journey to a powerful coaching empire. Transform your business and make a bigger impact now. And now back to the show. All right. So coming back, Brent was talking a lot about his experience with multiple streams of income. We were talking about his uh, passive income, uh, stuff with, that he's done with his wife. And a big question that, that, that we got in the chat right now is what are we doing or what do you suggest that people that are afraid to make risk, what should they do if they're scared to make risk? And we have about four more minutes and I want to make sure we have enough time to uh, let the audience know how to get in touch with you. So let's, let's uh, answer sure. this question really sure. quick and we'll talk about how we can get in touch with you and kind of go on from there. So I'll be very um, strategy oriented and there's two different ways we can go with that question. So um, psychologically, if people are willing to be frugal and do the whole, I, I call it the Dave Ramsey thing, everyone kind of knows who he is and what he's about. So that's why I like using that. So if people are willing to go and save and pay off debt and do the thing and then amass, amass a bunch of cash to be able to invest, your 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 tolerance for risk will will go up. I mean, that's just, you know, it's just how it works. Um, and some people, some people, you could have a billion dollars in, in liquidity and you'll still be like, nope, I need to like run the numbers a thousand different ways before I make an investment. And and that's fine. That's fine. I'm I'm certainly like the other end of the spectrum. So thank goodness for my wife. We wouldn't have anything. We just invest in all of it if, if, if it wasn't for her. But, um, yeah. but uh, so I, so I, I get it, but the other the other thing for people to think about the other avenue here is that if 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 you're just so scared to invest in anything here's what you got to understand every single person out there that's following the plan that they were taught in elementary school primary education middle school high school college you know get the job save a little bit in an IRA all this stuff you know i was laughing when jr was talking about his his stock portfolio is like bombing or whatever you know here's the thing um i've got I've got multiple accounts. I've got I've got securities um, and multiple accounts, you know, six or seven different accounts with my wife. You know, we've got stuff spread out that, and they all do different things. They're all different types of accounts and whatever. So I got some experience there. I can tell you this: I haven't invested anything, little things and specific things with certain strategy in in, in mind. But 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 literally, opposed, uh, compared to everything else we've invested in, it's been like under ten percent of because like I just. I'm just, I just, my belief in Wall Street is just like tanking. <laughs> but what's really interesting is there's so many things out there for people. If you're willing to find the right people that you can trust that actually have fruit on the tree, there's a big one that can, it can advise you on how to put your level of money that you have to invest in the right places, which there's a lot of people that are like, well, don't talk to us unless you have 50,000 or 100,000. And you know what? There's a reason for that. But if you do have 10,000 or 50,000 or 100,000, there's different things that are going to be available to you. Then the amount of cash flow you have, you know, are you accredited? Are you not accredited? What does your balance sheet, you know, your personal financial statement look like? If you're accredited, you're going to get access to better investments. And nobody taught me this stuff when I was 18, 19 years old. I mean, I heard the terminology thrown around in the circles of people I was learning from, but nobody tried to break it down for me. And I didn't really seek that out because I also knew at the time I didn't have any money to invest. So I'm not going to try to, <laughs> I'm not going to try to figure that out at the moment. Um, anyway, so hopefully that answers the question. I want to, we have a couple minutes. Is there anything else you want me to talk about? Well, I definitely want to have you as a guest on my show again because you know there's so many things that we can piggyback on what you said today that can uh, we can go even deeper on. 
And unfortunately, we're just kind of strapped for time. But one thing I do want to make sure we get in touch with or talk about right now is what is the best way for someone to get in touch with you if they have questions on investing? Because I'll, I can I can speak from personal experience. Brent is full of wealth of knowledge and has a very creative mind to know what to do and where to put it, whether you have small or big amounts to it. So if you guys have not gotten in touch or if you don't know Brent Stone personally, you need to get in touch with them. So what's the best way for them to get in touch with you? How should they connect and uh, take the next steps with you? Um, so hold on, I just answered a phone by a phone call by accident. <laughs> um, so if people want to get in touch with me, first of all, let me say this. I am not a I'm not a financial advisor. I'm not I'm not a fiduciary. I'm not. But I'm, I'm friends with like. A zillion. Okay. So, and, and I, and I, and I problem solve these things with, with, with people that are close to me in my network all the time. So these are the conversations I have as hobbies. Um, so with that being said, I want to throw that disclaimer out there. Um, people can reach me through Instagram um, at Brent underscore stone underscore. That's my personal uh, Brent underscore stone co underscore is my, my stone co profile. Um, if people go to www.stonecorsl.com. Um, that's my website. It's actually being redone right now. Hopefully, um, by the time you know we're 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 looking at this through Christmas, I'm hoping to have it done right after Christmas. So most everyone you know should be able to see this. So anyway, um, we'll we'll see. But uh, I know that we are looking at. Um, uh, reaching out my emails, Brent at stonecorsl.com. So if people want to reach out to me via email, that's cool. So, and we'll definitely have all of your contact information in the show notes and make sure that if you guys are listening to this, come back next week, where we're going to talk about how to manufacture your 90 day battle plan. Super excited to have you as a guest. We'll have you back on here. So we can go a little bit deeper and until next time, simplify everyone. Awesome. Thanks, JR. No, thank you. Appreciate having you. Thank you for listening to the daily Creed podcast show with J.R. Spears, and you can also find him on Instagram at jr.spear.